Hello, everyone. I have Nathan with me. He's uh, a mate of mine that I've been speaking to privately about the out-of-body state. I was telling him about how to have the out-of-body experience, most importantly, how to get rid of the fear of death and certain things that he was experiencing naturally with sleep paralysis. Um, he didn't really understand what sleep paralysis was at the time until I explained it to him. And then from that, he was able to exit his body, have the out-of-body experience. And uh, I want him to share his experience. So take it away, Nathan. Thanks for having me, Darius. Um, I found your work through some mutual friends of ours. And um, yeah, you've been really, really helpful to me in helping me remove the, the fear of death. Um, for me, with the out-of-body experience, I was having sleep paralysis as a kid when I was, as long as I can remember. And um, I didn't know what, what it was. And I didn't want to tell anyone because I didn't want uh, like medication or I didn't want, like I didn't feel comfortable speaking about this whole sleep paralysis thing to anyone until I spoke to you about it and you were able to help me remove my fear of death and some other fears there to then allow myself to have this unreal experience. It was literally like two or three weeks after I'd spoken to you that I actually had the uh, experience. It's, it's just amazing how you can remove that fear of death or remove any fear really to then have an experience like that and meet some pretty awesome relatives of mine, some huge beings and, and, and all sorts of things. But um, I sort of, I did a quantum healing session three years ago and I had my first, well, not my first, but I had my first one again, like my sleep paralysis thing. I hadn't had it for a long time. So I was drinking, partying and doing all of those things. And I was sedating myself when I turned probably 16, 17, 18, I stopped getting the sleep paralysis, but I, I cleaned myself up around that time. And I was getting the sleep paralysis again. Um, I didn't know what it was. I thought I was being attacked. I thought I was dying. Um, I thought that I was getting choked. I thought it was, I didn't really know what it was. I was just scared. So once I had that quantum healing session and tapped in back in spiritually again, I was starting to get those experiences more often. And it wasn't until I reached out to you, Darius, where you were like, well, you're about to have an experience that I've had speaking like, like what you've had all these years. And I was getting contact from the other side. I was getting contact from my relatives. They were trying to tell me something. And then you were able to remove that fear of death for me because that fear of death goes back a long, long time because I go back to that little kid that was scared of being choked or scared of whatever was in, in my room trying to take me. I thought I was being taken. All those things. And then... Well, we'll definitely cover that as well, like the yeah. whole things attacking you stuff because a lot yeah. of... Yeah. But. So then as soon as... Uh, we had that conversation and you're able to remove that fear of death for me. Well, then you did say that once you leave your body, uh, you'll turn back and you'll get sucked back in just as the natural anxiety, natural. And that happened literally a couple of nights later, I popped out, I turned around, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> what? And then I went straight back in. But it was interesting that it, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like you feel this suction or this, uh, this pull and you just pop out. It's um, I can't explain it until you actually have it. Um, and then once I was out for the second time, I turned around and I had that little freaky moment that we're going to talk about later where you see your body. Uh, it happened again, but I was out longer. And then I just happened to turn back. And then the third time I said to myself, right, if I'm not going to turn, I'm not going to turn. I was going to keep going. Cause you told me to just keep, just don't turn back. It's like that old saying, isn't it? Don't, don't look back. So I popped out for the third time. Yeah. I, I didn't look back. 
Um, I reckon I feel it was my grandfather and a couple of other relatives that were helping me out and maybe a massive being. I, I always felt like I had a huge being in, in my room. Um, like if I wanted to, I'll just delve back to the sleep paralysis state before I popped out. So for me, I see the patterns in on like the patterns on the like in my head or on, on in, in, in my room. They're usually green, blue, and red. I see all those patterns. My blinds start shaking, my my, my room shaking. Um, for a long time, I thought I was being taken by aliens and being taken away and doing and just thought I was just being kidnapped. But then I realized it's it's not that. It's an out-of-body experience. There's there's beings there that are gonna help you out. There's relatives there. And I feel like my relatives, my grandfather and a couple of others were helping me out. And once I was out, I sat with them and spoke to them and it was a really cool experience. Um, I didn't really want to leave either, but I, I went back. Um, I was shown what this place... I've, I've had experiences since our last chat. So I've been shown what this place is as well. I've seen souls coming in, souls coming out. It goes for miles, miles and miles and miles and miles for as long as the eye the eye could see really. And so let, let me pop in. So when you, so, because I've seen the construct seen yeah. from the outside. So is it similar, similar to, I mean, we'll, we'll dive into all this later, yeah. but I want you to finish, but was it similar? Yeah. So you know yeah. how you post those photos? I don't know where you get them from. Do you have them like drawn or something, but what you posted a few weeks ago about what this place is, is what I've seen. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's sort of like when, so when you have the experience, that's why I said before, all things become seen to you. The unseen is all seen to you, all truth. And yeah. there, there's really only one truth of all things. I mean, there's perceptional truths, but there, there is a core truth to all things. And when you see it, it's all going to look exactly the same to each soul that sees it. Mm. So yeah, continue. Yeah. So when you posted those photos, you posted the halls of Menente, the Akashic records, all those other ones as well. Um, I hadn't seen them in the outer body, but it sort of like triggered my memory because I reckon I feel and I know that I've seen them before. I've done, I've had outer body since then, since you post those photos and I've seen the the Akashic records. And again, it's exactly what you've posted, man. So, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. It's um, all beings have the right to access these things. And when they access these places, they, it's no different from accessing as above, so below, like when you go to America and if you go to California, it's going to look like California. <laughs> when you're out of your body, you go to the cathedrals, the halls of Amente, it's going to look like those records mm. and the same thing with the constructs, the realms, dimensional spaces, et cetera. But um, yeah, keep, keep on going, man. I'm yeah. So when I popped out, I was hanging out with my relatives and some other awesome beings on the other side. It was a really green, loving place. Like the field was like mass, like green, I just remember all these different awesome, beautiful colors, these huge beings, different kinds of animals and stuff. It was a real place of like, he is so dense in like fear and negativity and all these negative emotions. Over there, it's just pure love. So I was in that pure love state. And I remember saying to whoever was with me, there was heaps of people with me and different beings. So I remember saying, I don't want to go. Like, I wanted to stay here. Um, and I, we spoke about this too, Darius, where I sort of said that and then I was back and it was 4.44am. So I don't know whether it's like my soul wanting to come back, whether it's I actually wanted to come back. Like I felt as though I 
wanted to stay because I reunite with all, all my relatives, my team and different beings. And so let me yeah, ask you this. When when you wanted to stay there, now I there is a point in no return, right? The offer is offered to you where if like you say yes, and if you stay there permanently, the body dies. Now were you forced back? I must have been. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So do do you remember when you said, okay, I want to stay here? Do do you remember them just saying no, or do you just remember waking back up in your body? I remember waking back up in my body and I checked the time and it was 4, 4, 4 a.m. Yeah. I would say you weren't necessarily forced back, but then they showed you something. Yeah. And then you made the choice because that's something that happened to me at 16. But I the, I remember making the choice. I must have made the choice to come back. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but keep, keep on going. Yeah, it was a pretty cool experience. And that was my first experience and it was really cool. And I remember telling you about it. And um, I've had a couple since. So I've been shown the Akashic Records, uh, shown like mine. I've learnt my name on the other side, which is Mario. So you told me uh, before my first experience, ask him what your name is and ask him for your first memory. Haven't had my first memory yet. So I'm st- I ask that every time I pop out. Um, apparently I'm not ready to not ready for that yet or something. Um, that will come sooner. I hope. Um, but yeah, my name's Mario on the other side. So that's pretty cool. Um, I've seen the, what else have I seen? Oh yeah. I've seen what this place is. Um, I've seen the, the, the other side. Um, it's pure love. It's, it's just a really high vibrational place. The voices that I had talking to me were voices I'd never heard before. They were just beautiful. They were clear. They were love. Um, I remember my first experience, I had this beautiful being speaking to me. Her voice was just pure, unconditional, just love. I remember just like crying because it was just so beautiful. She gave me some really uh, awesome advice for my personal life, which I might share one day, but um, I sort of just asked some different things for my future and 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 if what I'm doing is right and, and I'm on the right path. And I got that confirmation. It was really nice to... To hear that, because uh, I, I always knew I was, but it's always nice to hear that confirmation. So, um, yeah, when I popped out, I asked what, what what my name was, and they said it was Mario. So I just started, I was just like, yeah, obviously it's Mario, which is pretty cool. But, yeah, um, it was a really cool experience. The second one was the Akashic record. So I saw, like, I didn't see everything. I reckon they hid things from me. I didn't see my whole, I guess, this current lifetime's contract or whatever you – you want to call it the page of this current life. I didn't see everything, but I saw enough to be like, well, I know what I'm doing. I know why I'm here. Um, I know what my soul purposes are and my soul missions are. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, I spoke to those, my team and my relatives and stuff again, and that was really cool too. So just out of curiosity, what are the, um, I, I don't call the, I just call it the soul records, right? Cause that, soul records. Yeah. 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 What, what do they look like to you? It was like this massive book, yeah. uh, like a really old book though, but it was like a real beautiful, like when, when I was holding it in, in, in my hands, it felt like, you know, in the movies, they hold a book and the, you know, the light shines up and stuff. Like that's what I like felt and saw was just this massive book of every life I've ever had. And then I flicked to the page that's this life. And it was like this massive light yeah, that... of the book and it was just really cool. Yeah. That's interesting because in, in the cathedrals, right, is um, what, when you end up going to, now the cathedrals isn't the soul records, but in the cathedrals is the the heavenly realm records, right? Now, 
there was something when I came out of my body to to go into those records. I've noticed that they use like what you would call an iPhone and a and a tablet like technology, right? And this goes back into like the biblical things, like the tablets where they store all the records of, of like you know lifetimes and stuff like that. So I mean, it's it sort of lines up. It's not necessarily like that book is like a form of the the organic technology. Like you know, all this is technology that we have now is a dumbed down version of the organic energy. Yeah. You know? So it's like showing you through a book or like through a tablet. It's like very similar to the heavenly realm records and stuff like that. So interesting. I I don't know whether that was the heavenly realm records or not, but I know that I'll probably view some of these things as I continue on. But yeah. uh, my third one was uh, like, it was just the third one was just being in that field and just like experiencing what that place is like. And I think I haven't really had it come to me yet, but I feel it was just basically me uh, re- remembering that I'm like more, this is just a human vessel. Like we're so much more than just this, this, this body, like we're, we're such powerful souls. And I think it was just more of me being re- reminded that, you know, I'm more powerful than just this vessel. And yeah, um, that was only a couple of nights ago, so I haven't had it come to me yet what that actually was. But I just remember being on the other side with with my team and um, just having chats and com- and conversations with them. It's pretty pretty cool to have this. I did, I did ask them to show me um, like my home and where I come from, and they said it's a pyramid, so that's pretty cool too. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Now, when I talk about the, the physicality, it's more real, more physical, more dense. Yes. So share share that, like your, what what it actually felt like. Cause like some, some people don't understand yet. Like when they leave their body, they think it still is like, you know, you access things. So it is magical and stuff, but they don't like the physic, you still have a physical vessel as well. The soul. It could Could you go into what that felt like for you? Yeah. So when I spoke to you about it, you said it's more dense, it's more real. On the other side, I had no idea what you're really talking about until I actually felt it myself. It it's as real as you and I sitting here right now. Like, yeah, you, you yeah. can't make this up. Like, um, people say, Oh, because I've spoken to other people about it, and they said, Oh, you're just astral projecting and you're just dreaming. I'm like, no, I'm not dreaming because it's real. Like, I'm physically there. Yeah. Like, it's real. Like I'm not dreaming this. I'm not woo-woo crazy. I'm not like on any substance. Like it's so real and so dense. And you feel that, that you feel that love and and contact as well. Yeah. Yeah. And that energy on the other side, it's like, you can't like, it's, it's, it's as real as you and I sitting here right now. Yeah. It's hard to get that point across. It is. (laughs) Because, because unless you experience it, you're like, well, uh, hold on. Well, how could something be more, because how could something be more physical than what I am right now? Because it's like the, they think of it the opposite. Like, it's just like, you're this light orb spinning somewhere and, you know, and you lose your sense of individuality. And that, that's also something as well. Like you, you do not lose everything that Nathan is, what you were thinking prior, all comes with you. Every aspect of yourself comes with you once you leave the body and it's it, you have to you have to see it and you have to experience it to, 
truly understand it. Otherwise, it's just, you know, you have a concept of it, hmm. but it doesn't go further than that. I want to go into the more of like what what you've seen related to the construct, right? I, I'm going to share my screen because I've shared, I've uh, shown this many times mm. already. But what I want to do is I just want to share it here. Just so we could talk about that, just so we could see some sort of similarities. Yep. Off your experience. Um, so you should be able to see my screen. Yeah. Mm. Oh, goosebumps. Sorry. This yeah. is obviously I've seen the one on the, on the, so for us watching this, it'll be the one on the left. Yeah. This one right here where my mouse is. Yeah. I've yeah. seen that one. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was out of my body, um, I was, when I was taken out of the construct completely, I was showing this construct the way it looks from the outside. Like, you know, the two people here looking in. Yep. And this construct contains 12 realms. Each realm has their own, has multiple dimensional spaces based off thought forms, et cetera. Um, th th this one's probably the best because it shows you. And like, sometimes I remember, I remember walking outside of the construct and seeing like all these different realms. Some of them look like puddles on the floor, what you see where my mouse is in the middle. Mm -hmm. And like, you could literally pop in, jump in, but the one, this construct was a center stage. It was like everybody, it's like the center of the universe per se, if that's what you want to say, but it's not really the center. It's just like the, it's, it's the main thing in town on the other side that's right now. Exactly what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. So um, very similar, right? Yeah. Very similar. Yeah. But I saw a lot of souls coming in and souls coming out of that construct. Now, maybe it wasn't that one it was one of those realms. It was our realm. I feel like it was our realm. I've seen, I saw oh, just millions of them. Now were, did it seem like more souls were leaving than coming in? <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I would, I would say so as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm going to stop sharing my screen. Yeah, you're right. And it just made me, uh, it made me very grateful to be here right now for this time. Um, you've spoken about it too. I'm very grateful to be here for this time. And it just made me more, I guess, grateful to um, be able to share my experiences and share my work and, and my message um, to help other people in all areas of their life too. So it just made me very grateful to be here when I saw that. Yeah, well, that that's the thing, right? So a lot of people are in, it's like, it, and I'm speaking based off experience too, like hating, hating it here and stuff like that. But once you, the, something changes within you that once you leave the body, you know, every, once you do it at will, when you learn how to do it all the time, like I could shut down my body tonight. And if I really wanted to, and I said, you know, I've had enough of this place, I could shut down my body, completely leave, the body yep. will die, you know? And so it's like that, you could say it's like a sense of like reassurance. Like, it's just like, okay, well, I know that if I leave, right, then I'm gone. But while I'm out of my body and I'm accessing these things, there is so much information that I could bring here to help individuals to what my uncle has told me on the other side is the great work, which is waking people up to that, their eternal aspect of self, you know, where they will inevitably be, inevitably return to, you know, so that's important for me anyways, at this that's, point. 
Oh, same here too. And it just made me so, um, cause I, before I started my journey with this, I didn't like who I was. I didn't want to be here either. Um, I didn't like this place. I was lost. I was confused. I was broken. I was lonely. I was all those things. Once I got connection with the other side through this, this spiritual journey of mine to then get the connection so strong, like in terms of my spiritual connection to then have these experiences has completely changed my life. It's made me more grateful to be here. I actually have purpose now. And I feel like I know what my soul missions are. My soul purpose is like, it's given me this sense of, I guess, purpose. And I'm driven to help as many people as I can. Yeah. Like reignited a passion within me. Yeah. And that's, that's one of the things that I clearly remember is the, is like a, a pool to come back. And this is why I asked you before when you're out and like, if you were forced back, you know, like, um, yeah, because there was a, when I, I'm going back to 16 and now I know what all my experiences prior to that, where I've been basically beans were basically saying to me, you want to stay? I mean, you could stay here. Like, and it, and it wasn't like a pushy thing. It's like, you could, you could stay here if you like, but there's like this pool, like it's a different pool. It's a different from just a mind, like thinking it, like there's a soul pool to like really come back and, and do, do what, what I would say is the great work. I, I think every soul has that desire to do that at, at some level, wh- whatever level of consciousness they're at or understanding that they're at, there's a level there of doing what they consider the great work to to tune each individual soul to waking up based off where you're at tuning other people into consciousness etc but um yeah it's um because a lot of people still feel like they can't like why would i choose to come here to begin with and it's and it's like this this realm in, in particular is the is the unexperienced it, it, it was the thing i mean there's been multiple copies of this when you go through the records like you'll see there's been multiple copies like version one two three and, and it, this is where you get you know history always repeats itself type of deal that's true like you know they're all different different storylines with the same script same you know narratives taking place but in the beginning of this, this was the unexperienced and the completion of this is also, is also will, there will be nothing like this quite like it as it was before, because you can't re-experience that, which what already was right. So there, there, there's a pool and it's, it's, this is just as hard to explain to people just as hard, hard as it is to explain to people the realness and the physicality and the denseness when you're on the other side, like it's, you could say it, but until you experience it and you feel it, you're really never going to r- truly know it, you know? Mm. Yeah. I 100% agree. Um, I was just gonna, I was just gonna ask a quick, a quick question. I remember in our chat, you were saying to me that we're gonna, um, ex- like everyone's gonna start having these experiences. Well, since you said that to me, like my brother just pops out naturally doesn't need anything, just pops out. Yeah. Um, there's people around me that, that since we've uh, spoken that 
uh, are understanding what their sleep paralysis actually was and that and that they re- remember having that those experiences as a kid as well believing that they that they were being taken and they were dying and all those sort of things so it's interesting since you said that there's more and more people even in, in like my circles that are having these experiences more more often I also remember you saying that it's gonna happen I guess universally with everyone yeah I like I know that now yeah yeah like I said when you leave the body it's it's no different from a near death. It's a controlled near death because it's going to be the same when you die, anyways. Yeah. In terms of the exiting, but um, there has been. I mean, pr- prior to our chats and stuff like that, there's been um. The accessibility of this stuff is is very accessible to all souls that have mm-hmm. willingness and desire to access it. And this is something that was even confirmed to me again, just a, a few days ago. I would say a week now where a being was actually telling me where I was out of my body. I was flying with him over, over the city. And I was like, we were looking at people and we're just, he was, he was, he actually told me that, um, you know, every, everybody's playing their, their scripts perfectly and that everybody could access this stuff, but only until they desire to access it. Right. And so it's it's very accessible, but people need to break the the belief systems of what they currently believe, because a lot of the things that they believe to be true, believe, right? Which is automatically when you believe something, you're already being deceived, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's, there's knowing it or there's believing it. When you believe something, you, you don't necessarily know it. You don't stand in it. It's not an absolute knowing for you, right? So w- right now you leaving your body right? So you know certain things to be true without question, right? Versus not experiencing that it was a belief, some doubt, etc. Now you have firsthand experience on on certain things based off your experience, which you absolutely know to be true without question, because there are things there that are will always be and always remain. And they're constant, right? Just like the unchangeable law of the universe, unbreakable one, one of them is that you cannot have unconditional love with a judgment, right? You, you cannot break that. You, you cannot say you have unconditional love, but then I judge you for this. It's, it's, it's an unchangeable truth that's constant regardless of feelings, perceptions, et cetera. So it's everything. You start to stand more into knowings instead of beliefs. Yep. Spot yeah. on. Yeah. And um, everybody's on their path to get there. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, yeah. Not everybody's blind forever. Everybody, everybody does wake up. That's that's one of the event markers within this within this realm that we're in. Like certain events will take place regardless of where everybody is. This where the multiple paths. Everybody will eventually see all things, whether if it's through death or through a controlled out of body state, they'll see it again. Yeah, I've had that come to me too. I've also had it come to me that um, when you said it to me, um, that people were going to have the choice to either stay on the other side or go. I've had that also uh, come to me as, as well. The next, probably next few years, people are going to have the option to stay and, and they're going to stay and they'll die of natural causes. Has that come to you? I, I feel like it has. So are you saying, oh no, re say that again, just so, so, just so I'm clear. Yeah. So what, so what's come to me and what has been, I guess said and shown to me is, People are going to have these experiences amplified, right? 
So they're going to have the choice to stay or go. Many are going to stay. Then they're not going to come back. That's what I've been shown and told. Yeah, yeah. You mean mean crossing over, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, And then it's going to dive uh, natural causes. People here are going to be so confused as to how so many people are just dying of these natural things. People like us will will know what's going on. It's like I've had that shown to me now. Yeah, yeah, I I I would agree. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people are, a lot of people that are leaving or being natural causes of death, etc. Like they're when they when they leave, like they're they're staying. You yep. know, the, there's not the they're not returning back, and um, unless they've unless they've their soul have has missed something. You know what I mean? Like if it's that soul whatever then yeah I, I agree with what you said yeah that's what i've had shown to me um i've also had shown to me that um yeah there's gonna be gonna be mass deaths occurring here which is already t- taking place from d- different things um yeah i've had all sorts of downloads and and messages that have come to me it's been pretty cool but i was just gonna ask you um that's interesting that you said that everyone's gonna eventually see it because I had that come to me too. And then when you, I thought, I actually thought it was going to be like a physical thing. So everyone here now is going to see it. I, you've sort of, uh, it's going to be either physically here or when they cross. Yeah. That sort of makes more sense. Yeah. 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 So everybody right now has, right. This is where you go into this. It's, it's a cycle really. Right. And it's a cycle of disempowerment where there's, there's two things. Well, we need to wait for everybody. Wouldn't it be amazing if everybody woke, you know, is finally awake and we're waiting for other people. That's, that's the number one disempowerment because then you take your, you, and you put it into a place of just waiting for everybody, everything outside of yourself to catch up to you. Instead, you should just be focusing on yourself continuously to access more things. So it's not necessarily about waiting for everybody, right? That's the other that's the other distraction. And the, the, the other one is, um, it's basically waiting for an, an, a special event to take place. Right. So it's like waiting for a particular day. And so, and that puts you in a cycle and loop of constantly waiting. But the, the thing is, is everybody can access these spaces now, if they have, like I said before, the willingness and desire to access it, because you you need to have the willingness to also do what's required to access it, right? You, you can't just, it's not just a, um, like I've stated before in, in private talks that I've had with you, it's, it's never just a passive, passive action. It's always, it's always a, it's a doing, yeah. So it's, I mean, even, even the out of body stuff, like the, like this is, this has been something for me and probably something for you now as well. Like when you experience it, you, you are, you are hooked into it. Mm-hmm. Like, you, like you're addicted because it's like, you, now you realize the, the access of things that you have and can continue to access more and more and understand more and more based off of more experiences that you have. Like it's like the number one thing that I focus on in in my in my life because it's the most important thing for me. Because once you once you get a taste of it, it's like you just want to continue to understand, know more, bring it all within the body, you know. And everybody, like I said, everybody can do this and access it now, and it's more accessible than ever now. With the you want to say the energies, the frequencies within this realm that support it now, because in the past, right. 
you go back, you go, I mean, you, you just go back when your parents were, were alive, right? Or my parents, like it's, things are still accessible that then, but wasn't necessarily as easy as, as it is now, you know, in terms of clarity, getting clarity like that, or just the way that we naturally share information on the internet. So it's like, everything's very accessible just to learn very quickly of how to do certain things, you know? Mm. Right. And there's more and more people that you're right about the belief systems too, but there's more and more people that are like, you could say awakening, you could say that are um, turning their back on what's going on in the world in terms of like all these things that have, that have happened and they're looking for alternative ways to understand and, and I guess learn, or for me, it was relearning. Uh, learn what this place is, why we're here. And and the key one is like remembering who we are. That has amplified yeah. a lot in the last probably three or four years. Yeah, that's the that's the most important thing. I mean, you yeah. you you could go on the the health thing, right? Yeah. But you you could just go down that road and stay on that road. And if you just focus on the physical side of things and never really focusing on the well, who am I? really why am i here then you it's a it's a path that will inevitably lead you to that question but it's a path that you don't need to stay on like you know nah. you don't need to be the absolutely healthiest person and whatever in the world to, to access these things i mean how the physical body is important to, to to a degree but you know all paths should and what well they will eventually lead uh to the greater questions of who am I? Why am I here? What is this place? And those things, typically, when those questions are asked, they're asked, they're asked, but they're, they're searched for always outside of themselves. So the soul that's asking it, they're always looking outside of themselves for the answers, instead of trying to get the natural trying to get the answers within themselves. Yep. So and this is the out of body state is or doing this and understanding what it is is the most powerful tool that someone could could do here because it automatically puts you in a place of not listening to someone else and getting the information from someone else but you can actually see it yourself yep it, it, it's you you see it and you know it yourself it's totally different it, mm. it's it's a place of fully being empowered it's like i it's like someone could tell you all right, so the the records at, are, are these certain things, and this is what I've accessed. And then you just continue to listen to to someone else that has accessed it, or et cetera, right? Or you can actually do it yourself and access the same records and see even more some. Like there's a, we're talking about biblical things, but you know, because a lot of the biblical things are actually, there's a lot of truth in that because that's part of the script within this realm that they run, you know? But um, it's a... Uh, ever going into the time of Jesus, right? Um, he said, you could do what I could do, but even greater, right? And that's the same thing applies here, like the out of body state, everything that I've accessed, things that you have accessed, other people have access in the out of body state, everybody could do this and even access more some and get more understanding and, and clarity and information. Like it's, it's not just limited to one one being, and it doesn't take years to do it. All right. Took me three weeks, Darius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that that's it and you you were someone that was entering i mean this is where we go into the like the uh sleep paralysis stuff because you were entering yeah. sleep paralysis naturally weren't you like that yep. was a natural thing yeah, it was just happening 
and you had no idea what sleep paralysis was. And this is, this is the thing as well. A lot of people don't, don't understand what sleep paralysis is. It's like they're in sleep paralysis and then they go into fear because it feels like you're dying, but they don't understand that literally that space that you're in is the gateway to access the other side. Mm. Like if, like if you could stay calm and get rid of the fear of death in sleep paralysis, every single time, if you do the right things, you will leave your body and you'll access the same things as someone that has had a near death, but it won't just be one experience. You could control it and it could be a multitude of experiences. Yeah. And that's literally what happened to me. Oh, it just happened to uh, say to you that I was having these um, paralysis episodes as a child all the time. And I'd often say F off or leave me alone. Or I'd be like, literally like shaking, like feeling like I was dying. And um, I can't even say how many times I'd had them. And I just felt I should, I should share that with you. And then what you did for me was remove the fear of death. And then I was pretty much, the third time after that, which was about two or three weeks, I was out having these experiences. I've had a couple more since, but yeah, for me, I can, I can, I don't even know what, sometimes I don't even know what time of the night it is, but I just wake up and have those sleep paralysis episodes. But as you said, I now know what to do. Try and remain as calm as possible. Ask them to show me what they want to show me. Um, ask what my name is. And so I ask some questions and then just allow myself to leave. And don't look back. That's literally how I do it. I just ask them a few, all right, what are you showing me tonight? Where are we going? Um, and then I just pop out. I just don't look back. And then I just keep moving forward. And we have all these awesome ex- experiences. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Now, sleep paralysis. I just want to go back to that. Yeah, go for it. What? So you you know what it feels like. And you know, like, you know, naturally feels like you're dying every single time yeah now when you started to do the certain things uh, like the methods of coming out in that state what did it what did it feel like for you because some people when they're there like it feels like you're not breathing because you're when you tune into your soul you're not really breathing no (laughs) but the whole body starts to shut down and so when people are there it's the fear of it's like a uh because it's taken me a long time to get rid of it. And I was, when I was talking to you, I was trying to give you the reassurance that, you know, just get rid of the fear and you'll be, you'll be cool. Yeah. But why don't you explain once, when you, when you got rid of the fear and you just allowed it to be, what was sleep paralysis like then versus constantly being in the fear and then the exit process? Like what, what was it like? So Prior to you telling, uh, helping me with move the fear of death, I always felt like I was dying. I always felt like someone was trying to take me, or something was trying to take me. So that that was the that was the initial, I guess, deep seated fear. But you helped me understand that um, that well, we don't really die. Like we sort of our souls and our spirit and stuff lives forever, and and there's no. Like it's just our physical b- b- body that dies. Our, our soul is like eternal. So once I understood that, it's like, well, there's a soul here. Um, I'm able to actually, like, I'm not actually dying. So I, I, it's just like a from belief to knowing. So it's it, it's a knowing that I'm I'm not dying, and that my 
beings and 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 my team are there to help me out of my body to contact me and show me certain things and to um i guess get more of an understanding about why i'm here who i am what this place is what our what our missions is what's occurring in the future and and the things that i need to keep doing or the things i need to do to be able to keep moving forward but when i'm in that sleep paralysis state i don't have that fear of oh fuck someone's trying to take me oh fuck i'm dying it's no okay well i'm uh, i'm not dying so take me out show me like I, i always get like a light and then like my hand just is out. So then I'm just, it's like I'm putting my hand out to, to whoever it is. And I'm just, so do you feel another soul, another being on the other side, pulling, helping you pull, pull you out? Yeah. It's hundred percent my grandfather. Cause I've, I've had the feeling as well of getting pulled. Right. Yes. And get like, and it typically that, that was points in times where I was actually getting like, there was like urgent information to be shared. Yeah. I was like, for for me, it, it was pers- personal. Sometimes it was like, you know, greater things. Yeah. But um, you know, I, I actually want to talk about because it, this goes into the fear aspect, and this is this is also is something that's that's taken me a while to understand. Right. So when the your soul creates a field, like your soul contain it has a field, and that field based off your thoughts are creating dimensional spaces within that field that you could access, right? This is your greatest pleasures and also your greatest fears taking place. So typically when people are in sleep paralysis, because they are like the dream space, right? When people are dreaming, typically, not not all the time, but typically they are only accessing their dimensional spaces, right? Mm-hmm. Which is their 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 field their fears pleasures etc this is where you get like the monster chasing after you and stuff like that so when you're in sleep paralysis what people feel that being or entity trying to attack you and kill you and all these things is because when you're in sleep paralysis you're already in a state of anxiety and fear when you leave the body you instantly start creating and manifesting things very quickly especially when you're tuning into your field so you create the very beings that are attacking you right? Due to your anxiety and fear already in the sleep paralysis state, right? And if you come out of your body in that sense of fear, typically you'll just get sucked right back in because you end up waking up the body. But typically if you come out and you don't get sucked back in and you're still in fear and anxiety, you'll see beings and things to be fearful of, but you're actually manifesting those things. And that, that has taken me, you know, of battling with that, seeing those, seeing those things taking place for myself as well to where it's just like, like, I remember one day, like, I was just like, you know, I'm, I, I really don't fear this anymore because I'm tired of it. I'm tired of seeing things to be fearful of and all this distortions really. And then instantly, like from, from that, of just getting rid of like, you, you, you can't do anything to me because I'm thinking they could do something to me. Right. Instantly from there is when actual beings, souls, real souls started to make contact with him. uncle bob other entities that i've known before like reoccurring beings coming and sharing with, sharing with me things and taking me places you know so that's what the that's what the um the beings are really the beings that are attacking you you're just tapping into your field it's no different from the dream space yeah um, yeah it's you know? so true in it because you're in that fearful state so obviously 
uh, you're creating that, I guess, that, yeah, you are. You're manifesting literally what is happening. It's like if you can change your thoughts, change your knowings, your beliefs, um, to remove those fears and 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 even like going back to that that kid that was in fear. Like I went back to that kid and showed him like you don't have to fear these things anymore. I sat him and said you don't have to fear these things anymore. You've got these awesome um, beings and people that are going to show you stuff that is going to help you remember who you are and you can really um, become who you're supposed to become and learn your soul mission and stuff. And I said that child cried with him too. And then I was able to then have the experiences that I had because that little child there was still fearful of being taken, dying and those things. So I did like a little inner child thing as well to help that fear too. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's important to get rid of it in all aspects because uh, otherwise you're constantly going to be brought up with, well, one, you, it's going to limit access of certain things because certain souls and beings will not even present themselves to you if you're in a fearful state. Right. So the, from that, that alone, just cut you off access to like accessing relative, like, you, you know, relatives, that have passed away and other beings that have been with you for a very long time. Um, but some people just get caught up in the loop of the, of the fear so much that when they're in sleep paralysis and they see these certain things, their thought creations manifest it, all their fears attacking them, et cetera, because the emotions are out of control. They stop doing the, 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 when they're in sleep paralysis, they, they try to leave it and exit it as quick, quickly as possible. When like you are you are that close to accessing everything, yeah, pretty much. Right, because you were telling me the same thing. You're like, mate, you're like this close. Like, remove that fear, and you can experience this. And yeah, yeah I was able to do that. And I, was, and I thank you so. Yeah, I just yeah, I was just thank you so much for helping me remove that fear. And um, I hope that this chat we're doing now can help other people just remove that fear of death and just remember that we exist beyond this body. And beyond this current vessel, like we're so powerful. Yeah. Let's yeah. tap into that power and yeah. Yeah. And I mean that this is where it goes into. I mean, there there's things that um people people are accessing naturally now that they don't understand exactly what it is. And yeah, we'll just yes. go, we'll just go into the common one, which is dreams, right? My, because I've been talking about dreams, the the field and stuff like that, everything that I've already explained already. Yep. But people are accessing things now when they're dreaming, but they don't understand that, like I said before, typically when you dream, you're accessing your your thoughts, right? Your dimensional spaces. But where this also lines up to as well is that thoughts and time are very close together. So if you're dreaming, you're accessing your thought forms, you're also accessing your potential time, multiple time timeline events, right? So yes. you can access time in that space as well, if you know how to navigate it properly, right? And what and most importantly, when you're in the dream space, if if you could, this is something that I sometimes do when I'm dreaming, is I focus on one thing, like it, it, no matter where I am, if I'm outside somewhere, like I'll focus on the road or something, like whatever it is that I'm dreaming about, and I'll just focus on it and put my, bring more of my consciousness into that space. And so I'm 100% fully conscious there. And then 
bam, right there. It's like the physical body. It's a true out of body state at that point. So you, in the dream space, you could become fully conscious and fully aware and navigate and step out of your field to then access this realm and seeing things in real time, etc. I've done that as well. And that's also something that is possible when people understand the difference. This is why there is also a clear difference when people say dream, astral, out of body, and they just go try to categorize it as one. They're not really, they're, the dream space is accessing, it's almost like, um, because you, you, you've you seen certain parts of the record. So it's almost like accessing the records. So it's mm. like, there's a massive hall. So the dream is like, you know, dimensional, it's uh, it's Nathan's uh, dimensional space, the creation. That's, uh, that's a dream. But it, it, Nathan, you know, you could also like step out of that and see potential time. Or you could also just step out of your field entirely and see all souls pretty much in like a gathering room and just access all things like you there's spaces that people are categor categorizing these dream astral and they're, they're just different things that you're accessing in the entirety of what i say the other side accessing all things does that d- does that make sense because yeah sorry. that definitely makes sense because i used yeah. to have oh we, we all we all have dreams don't we i used to yeah. I, I still have dreams dreams now you sort of help me I I know I know in my next dream I yeah you just helped me again there actually I know I'm gonna do it in my next dream <laughs> yeah because uh because like um also your your dream like dreaming right it, it's not just necessarily let's just focus on the out of body but <clears throat> when you're dreaming that this is where you can access your greatest pleasures your your fantasies your your realm and stuff like you, you could experience when you understand what it is you could end up tapping into what you think on a daily basis, when you pop to sleep, you get access that the greatest desires that you have and also the greatest fears and you, you could role play things out. Like it's, it's, it's no different from the other side. Like when, when you cross over, right. And let's just say you completely dead, you're over there eternally pointing a return. <clears throat> what, when your soul wants to experience something, that's what you're doing. You're, you're, you're like, okay, I, I want to experience something different. So you end up creating a space within your your field and you just tap into that so it's mm-hmm. it, and it's a very physical real experience but it's like you're you're dreaming you're you know you put your soul into a dream state to experience that temporarily and then you pop out and you're back to the base reality type of deal mm. yeah it's it, it i'm trying to make this make very very uh very clear based off like everything that i know because sometimes when i have a lot of information i want to make sure that it's said clearly that it's really understood like in like a uh categorized format so people could just mentally visualize it you know what i mean no i definitely understand it and i know yeah my next dream on yeah it's interesting too because you also said last time as well um i was just going to ask about this too you said last time as well yeah there's people that are having these experiences that they don't know what's going on um their bodies aren't quite adapted to um get the downloads or get what's going on and it fries the body out that's, yeah because a lot of people are having these things their body's frying out and they have these i don't know they get labeled with schizophrenia and adhd and all this other crap it's like they're having these experiences but they that's that is that their central nervous system it completely it completely fries them out yeah so so like i like to use this uh to explain this like this this one um uh, 
just gets people to understand it more. So when you're accessing a lot of things, it's not necessarily that the soul cannot maintain that information because the soul can maintain infinite amounts of information without ever frying out or anything. But the the body, right? It, it has like, um, it's almost like capped at a speed limit. Like, you know, it could go, it could only go so far before it just starts to bog down and it can't go any further, but your soul just, you know, never stops. Now, when you, when you're in, not necessarily a dream, but when you are out of your body in the way that you've experienced it, you have like, it's as real as this. So all the information you, you could bring it within the body, right? It's not, it's not necessarily that it, it limits the information, but when you bring all of that information from that experience within the body, it bogs, it bogs it down. This is where you start getting fried out. This is why I don't necessarily recommend doing it every single day because you end up getting fried out, fries out your central nervous system. It's no different from the computer, right? So if you have a computer that could only handle a terabyte of information, but when you're out, you're accessing 10 terabytes of information, you're bringing it within the computer, you'll be able to still navigate that on your computer, but it's going to be, your computer is going to be very, very slow, right? It's going to be bogged down. So when I, when I was doing this every single night, every single time, like I've, I've shared this before where I was, um, I was pretty much fried out for a month, you know, like, um, cause there was a week where I was, um, I was, I was just perfecting like certain methods of how to leave more effectively. And then the other week after that, prior to that, I was just like, it was bam, leave, bam, leave, every single night. You know, and um, for a good month, I was, I was like, it's my, my soul was fine, but my physical body, it was, it was like, as if I didn't even fall asleep. It's like, I was overly tired all the time. And that's, that, that's where it went into like the health of the body, the health of the body matters purely for soothing uh, and information coming in more easily like like that flowing effect it's like the it's like the computer if the computer and the hardware is fucked all right the the information like you'll still have access to the internet and the information will still go into that computer but it's going to be a, a pretty terrible experience if you have a very old computer and it wasn't like you know you haven't been updating it or software and stuff like that right same thing goes with the physical body so if you are putting things in your body or distorting your physical health, right? You're still accessing the the internet, access to all things. But it's going to be it's not going to be as smooth, right? You, the, the the computer isn't going to be your body's going to be like on like very snappy and like okay, bam 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 bam, it's just going to be like I'm tired today. I can't even think about doing that. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? So it's, it, it, this is why I said before, it's, it's not necessarily, I don't necessarily want to get people hung up on the health so much because the health is important purely for what I've just stated, but it's not, it's not necessarily important for accessing things. All right. Because people, people die with near death experiences all the time. Why do they die? Cause their body's fucked. Right. Mm. But typically when they bring the information back in, some are very clear, but then also also ones you'll hear as well are extremely distorted in the terms of I went to hell and you know you know and then then I've reached out in the light you know they had a distorted experience of bringing the information back because one 
typically you'll find with near-death experience people, they're trying to accumulate the all things, the universe, what things are with one experience. With the out-of-body state, you could have multiple experiences and sort of pinpoint multiple things that are happening and get more clarity. And you'll find that a lot of a lot of stories that you you come up with with the near-death experience all have to do, not all of them, but a lot of them are like very distorted fear-based stuff. And they don't realize, because like I said before, the out-of-body state is no different from the near-death, but right, they don't necessarily realize that when they when they leave through a near death, if they are still holding on to programs and fear, initially, just like when you're in sleep paralysis, the things attacking you and stuff like that, you're accessing your field. Some people are near death. When they come out, they typically just access their, their dimensional space, their, their field, their thought forms materialize. This is if they hold a lot of belief systems of hell and things attacking them, they will experience that, that, to a degree until they say I've had enough and they reach out and then automatically, you know, they break free and the light, et cetera. So I was, I sort of went way off on this way, but <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to bring that up just so. Um, no, it's important. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it is because um, I found I got myself healthy. So, you know, you were recommending uh, salt water and stuff. I was already doing that. So I got myself that's healthy. And I was. That's what I'm drinking right now, man. Same here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got myself healthy and I found that was like my most important thing that I could do was like get healthy, um, get strong. And it sort of helped me um, help my body, I guess, um, download that, that in that information. Like I go to the gym and stuff now as well. Since our last chat, I've been really looking after my, after my physical health and my spiritual, mental and, and emotional as well. So be able to deal with this stuff because it's important. Yeah. The, the, the more you take care of the physical body, you're just going to be very snappy and alert on it, it. It's your body is important. Don't, don't necessarily neglect the physical, physical side of things just because you're out. Cause I, I don't, I don't do that because I know certain things that if I do not do certain things within my body, when I'm accessing things, <clears throat> it's my, my my clarity, my just everyday life is just like a drag. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's not something to ignore. I mean, salt water. I mean, I'm doing um what what do I have here? Actually, every single every single day I put uh about what is that? Five. I put 10 so a half uh every half a liter of water that I'm drinking, I'm putting in half a teaspoon of salt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. And now that may be a lot for some people. <laughs> uh, I'm not necessarily giving medical advice or anything like that. Right. But that that's, that's what I do. And I've been doing that for a very, very long time. And I've noticed because I eat so clean as well, I'm not eating any processed food. I'm here. Yeah. It's the salt intake is in, has been very beneficial for me. Same. <laughs> very beneficial. And um, yeah, and if you go, if you go into the gym, maybe even try, um, uh, I've been doing, I've, I've been wanting to talk more about the health side of things as well. Like in terms of physical, you know, water, which I pretty much have done, but also the physical side of training stuff, which I've used to, used to do in the past, but, uh, it's, you know, there, there's, there's so much stuff that, um, you don't necessarily need to do for the physical side of things 
in order to keep it very, very healthy. You know what I mean? There's a lot of, you know, um, I would recommend people looking into, um, you know, a very simplistic approach to physical training for the health, because what a lot of people are doing now, because you brought up the gym, right. Um, is they are, they they're going into the gym mindlessly to see how long they could do something until their body's worn out. Right. And the thing is physical training is also a stress on the body. And you, you will see through research, a lot of you, you look at marathon runners, right? When you look mm -hmm. at them because they're underneath such incredible stress, they have a fair, very short lifespan and that they actually have a lot of health issues later on in life. I do. Yeah, because when you end up training too much and doing too much training on the body, it actually does the opposite. It ages you, right? It actually creates a, a lot of wear and tear, unnecessary wear and tear on the body. So when people are exercising, like a lot of people don't even know what exercise is. They think exercise is yoga, Pilates. That That's not exercise. That's just general activity, Yep. right? When you do proper exercise for the sole purpose of improving your health, you need to stimulate the body, right? And it only takes one set to stimulate the body. And you don't need to be in the gym for hours. You could be in the, I've, I've been only um, working out pretty much for my health, right? I've, I've cut it way back where I'm only doing about 15 to 20 minutes once every fifth to seventh day, right? But because I know what exercise is, I know that the stimulus, once you've stimulated the body, you just, that's it. You, you allow it to do all the rest of the things. It stimulates the, the muscle, strength, ligaments, ligament strength, bone density, whole cardiovascular system, all, all of your, all of your body, the cells, all, all that stuff uh, starts to improve again, but you don't need to be in, you know, that's a conversation for another day. But, it is. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but I just wanted to bring it up that the health side of things is not necessarily so complicated. Just no. like leaving your body isn't necessarily complicated either. It's it, These are simple things pretty yeah. much. Yeah. So. Yeah. You've given me a lot of food for thought in terms of exercise. Um, yeah. yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, like I said, that that's, that's something that I wanted to j just clear up for people because when people when people think about health right i don't want them to necessarily also think about oh well you know i need to spend so much time exercising like it's no nah. that's not necessary at all <laughs> yeah it's very very simple more, just look more... after yourself is the most important thing like i yeah. don't I, yeah. as you said i don't eat processed foods i don't drink anymore i don't smoke i don't do those things um, I keep my body as clean as I can to have these experiences, to get the downloads, but I'm not doing it for myself. I'm doing it for those around me as well. And that's, and that's the most important thing. Yeah. And it's, and it's also right. Like, uh, you, you were talking about like, uh, schizophrenia and like people that are in yeah. the, yeah. So like a lot of these, a lot of these people that have these natural abilities, right. Are. <laughs> It's almost like they cannot hand like they well they can't handle it. So then they they end up going off and like it's not grounded within a within a sound body. So therefore, it like fries everything out and they go crazy, right? And so what happens is that then they also they get put in the crazy house stuff like that, and then they also pump them with drugs, which yeah. also 
it distorts what they're seeing. So it's almost like what the, it's like a, one of the things that I, that I like to use as well. It's almost like, it's like driving a car. So if you're driving a car, you could drive it sober, you could see the road, right? Or you could drive it drunk, you'll still see the road, but it's not going to be the, it's going to be extremely distorted. The same thing with the people that do this naturally and they access certain things. If certain things are off, then you will still see the road, right? And the out-of-body state and stuff like that. But it's depending on certain things and fears and belief systems and health, et cetera, you'll be viewing it very in a very distorted lens. It'll be coming into the body in a distorted viewpoint. And also you'll be speaking of it in a way that's not really what's coming off uh, a lot of programs and stuff like that. But, yeah. Thank you for sharing your success story and stuff. No like worries. And just sharing the, this helps because it, it, it shares the, what, what I've stated to you and what I've said to you, it's just the confirmation. You know what I mean? And it's somebody else yet saying the same thing, seeing the same thing when, when they're out of the body. And then the thing is when more and more people do this, it just puts you in a place of empowerment again. It does. Yeah. And to apply the knowledge that you are able to, like the knowledge that you uh, that you um, provide for people, it's like if you, if 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 you go and apply this knowledge, it can happen pretty quick. Because I had a chat with you, two weeks later I was popping out. Like it can be so quick if you apply that knowledge and remove those fears. Yeah, it can be so quick. Yes. <laughs> Like people don't understand how quick this is. People who are thinking, "Oh, gee, he's so he's so lucky he did this so fast." I've been trying for years. Yada yada yada. It's like, well, I just applied the knowledge that Darius gave me. I went away and 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 asked myself, "How can I remove the best from his fear of death?" I was shown a child laying in bed, which was me, and I sat with him, comforted him, showed him love, and told him he was going to be safe and he's okay. That is all I did. Yes, it was sad. It was painful. I cried. Yes. But that's all I did. Two weeks later, I, I was out. Completely out. You know? <laughs> yeah. that, thanks for bringing that up because, like, I drive that point home, but, like, it's different. Like, I could just say it. Yeah. And then and then I'm just saying it. But it's not coming from somebody else that has also applied w w what I've said, you know? So it's like you do not have to train to do this for no. years. If you do certain things correctly, like you will experience that which uh, I'm stating you have experienced as well. Yeah. And I'm not sitting here and, I'm, you know, people always say, oh, gee, how lucky's Nath? He did it within three weeks. It's like, well, no, I just applied what Darius told me. I removed my fear of death. And I had this experience. Yeah, I take care of myself as well. And I do other things too. But all I had to do was remove that fear of death. And I can guarantee you, people listening to this right now have had some sort of experience with sleep paralysis in, in, in their lives. And they've just palmed it off as something that's just happens to them, you know, and, and they've either gone and seen a doctor or done di different things to sedate what's, what's happening. But it's like, I was having these experiences and I didn't feel anyone was, was understanding what these things were. So I kept it to myself until I spoke to Darius about it because I felt comfortable with him and I was also my connection to spirit that I was saying share your paralysis so I was like all right I'll share it but I had no idea that I was going to embark on this out of body journey 
But all I did was just went back to that child and told him and showed him what he needs to hear. And my fear of death was gone and I was out of my body. It can happen so fast. And not only that, not only that, me doing that helped my brother and he just pops out naturally. Like when, when, when I pop out, he's usually at the door waiting for me. It's like I removed my fear of death and then I've helped him as well. And now we're both having these experiences together. We might do another chat down the road, Darius, and get my brother in here as well because he has these two. <laughs> oh, that, that would actually be pretty cool to, to, to also yes. to, to have a chat to line up. You know, he comes up. with me sometimes. Yeah. 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 That, that would actually, I think that would be good. I think uh, it would be too. <laughs> yeah. But now, now, man, you, you have, uh, you have the ability to see, basically see all things like for yourself. Right? Yep. It's, it's like the, the access to access to the questions that you have. You don't need to be searching outside of yourself uh. to try. It's all within. It's the same thing. Like people go and see different people like energy healers and psychics and gurus and all these people. It's like, yeah, that that's good. They'll provide the information that they have for you from the outside. But it's like, if you go within and work on yourself, you have all this information available to you as well. Like we're always trying to outsource our power and outsource and ask different people for confirmation, but all the confirmations in here, we have it all here. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 the constant of giving your power away to something. It is, yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, give your power away to this outside of yourself constantly. So by us doing this, hopefully it's inspired a few people to take back their power and go within and apply some of the knowledge that's been shared here today. And you can have these experiences within weeks. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're doing sleep paralysis naturally like you, yeah, it could happen very, very quickly for somebody yes. else that, that experiences that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. Th- th- thanks, Nathan. No worries. Uh, thanks for having yeah. me on. Where can people find you, Nathan, in particular? People yeah. can find me. Um, so I got my website. So I do self sabotage coaching to help people um remove programs, um, and to help them become healthy, stronger, and and more vibrant in their lives as well. So I do that. So I do work with people all the time from all sorts of walks of life, uh, youth and young adults and people. So my website's teenagesalfsabotage.com. Um, people can find me on YouTube. My podcast is called Breaking Free. Uh, we put links to them in the bottom. I can send you some links. And I'll, I'll link all that. But um, thanks for joining me, guys, right. listening to this. And um, if uh, you guys want to learn what the out-of-body state, just go to my website, darishjwright.com. Everything's there the method that I teach of how to do this. So see you later, guys. Yeah.